Terry, we've been talking about hearing from the Holy Spirit. We discussed how we are now equipped to hear from God through the Holy Spirit that lives within each believer, that we now have the capacity to hear from God. We now have the capacity to have the thoughts and mind of God. And now we're wanting to grow in that area. And we talked about uh, edification, exhortation, and comfort. And the very first one of edification, it instructs us, it teaches us, it's trying to improve our walk with God. Our understanding of Him. Yes, very That's good. That's 1 Corinthians 14, 3. But today we just want to expand on, on those other two things that are mentioned in that particular scripture. Right. We also have a little more in-depth teaching on that on our website at uh, todayforward.net, teaching on the Holy Spirit, the key element. And that would help reinforce what we're talking about today. Understand that we now have the ability to hear from the Father and through the Holy Spirit that lives within us because He does truly love us and wants to have that relationship with us. You bet. And we want people to realize that if they're not hearing from God, that they're missing out on a great deal. That's right. They truly are. And we just want to convey this all in love. And we're praying and believing that the Holy Spirit will touch people's hearts to give them a better understanding of hearing from the Holy Spirit. And so we're going to talk about exhortation. Again, this is from 1 Corinthians 14.3. Let me read it in the King James quickly, and then I'll let you define these words. But he that prophesies speaketh unto edification and exhortation and comfort. Prophesying simply means speaking forth the mind of God. And that's what the Holy Spirit is doing in us now, is speaking forth the mind of God through the Spirit. He's trying to renew our mind. He's trying to teach us. He's trying to to guide and direct our life. Exhortation is to urge, to advise, to warn, to admonish. The word admonish simply means to bring to mind again the things of God, to bring to mind to help move us forward in our spiritual walk. God's always wanting us to be drawn closer to Him, and it's through the Spirit of God. He wants to talk and communicate to us. And we have to have that confidence that we can hear from God. And that's what we're lacking a lot of time is that confidence, realizing I can hear from God. God wants to talk to me. He wants to speak to us more than we want to listen. (laughs) That's right. Because he's always on. That's right. I mean, it's like the radio waves that are in the room right now. Until you tune in, you can't see them. But until you tune in, you're not going to get the message. That's right. That's what we're trying to teach people is how to tune in to the Holy Spirit. Because he's wanting, under this exhortation, he's wanting to warn us. He's wanting to warn us whenever there's tribulation going to come in our life. He's wanting to warn us to prevent us from being injured. He wants to flat take care of us. Yes. I mean, <laughs> he just, he, the totality of it, I guess he does. He wants to take care of us. Period. Yes. And we're his kids. If we would just pay attention to what he's trying to tell us through Scripture and, and through warnings and all those things that you use as this definition, that's what he wants. He wants us to pay attention to him. And we're trying to draw this picture here of tuning into him. Yes. We're trying to get people, I want to get people excited about learning the Word, reading the Word, getting in tune. That's the first step, isn't it? Sure. Because you have to have the Word in your mind, in your brain, 
in your database, however you want to say it, so you can hear from God. Because God's going to communicate to you through the Word. That's how He's going to communicate to you. So you have to be able to recognize when He's communicating to you. Absolutely. I mean, we were talking earlier about devotions. Right. About folks set time aside throughout the day, which is good for their devotions. They read the Word, so they're renewing their mind, and they're trying to hear from God is what they're trying to do. They're getting still. They're getting still, getting quiet so they can listen. Nothing wrong with that. No. But they're doing that maybe, what, 15, 30 minutes, an hour at the most through the day. And the reason I can say this with such confidence is because that's what I used to do. <laughs> Not <And> me. <laughs> <laughs> then what we do is we close the Bible, and then we go out the front door and go to work. And we start encountering problems in life. Now, are we hearing from God throughout the day? Do we have that capacity now to discern what's being said to us, the thoughts we're having? Are we discerning those, whether it's building me up, whether it's teaching me anything, whether it's giving me instructions, whether it's advising, whether it's warning, whether it's moving me forward with my walk, or are we forgetting those things and reverting back to our old way of thinking? Mitch, let me, I just talked about this. It's so obvious to me. We were talking about tuning in the radio and the waves are always there. And so for an hour in the morning, we're tuned in. And then we get up and we shut it off. <laughs> so we're not, we're not hearing. So we're not applying what we've been, the Lord's trying to teach us to exactly. have an abundant life. When you get up from your devotions, you go, okay, Lord, here I go. I know you're going with me. If that's the thought that you have, that's what you're supposed to be. <laughs> yes. Tuned in. Tuned in and to be continually tuned in. So when someone says something to you or a situation happens, you don't automatically revert back to your old way of thinking. <laughs> the radio waves kind of fade out. Yeah. But you go, oh, let me get back tuned in here. That's exactly what we're talking about. Being in touch with the Holy Spirit. He said he'd never leave us nor forsake us. He's with us all the time. Wherever we go, whatever we do, it's us that has to stay tuned in. And that's such a reassuring thing when you understand that he's always ready. He's always there. That's what he's wanting to do is bring to mind so he can help you have a victorious life. During this devotion time, you're reading the word. You're tuning in. You're, you're pressing in. Stay there. As you go through your day. Remember, oh yes, he's with me. That's why if you have the word in you, that simple scripture I just quoted, he said he would never leave us nor forsake us. He's with us all the time. So that's what we're trying to get across here. This thought process has to change. And, and it takes some time. I was just kind of meditating on what you were saying there and was thinking of myself. Got throughout the day, how I try to now focus on God. So when someone, I know I've said this redundantly, but someone says something, what I do now is measured against the Word of God, whether it comes from God or not. Because God will give us the answer if we learn to listen 
and not automatically jump back into our old way of thinking. But we have to have confidence in that answer that he gives us. We as Christians get caught up with things of the world. What we see on television, what we hear on radio, we get caught up with this doom and gloom scenario in our minds. And what I'm saying, if we're tuned in to the Holy Spirit, He will tell us whether what we're hearing on radio or seeing on television compares to the new covenant we now have in Christ. Because it will not deviate from the new covenant. It will not deviate from the Word of God that we now have in Christ. There's godly people that are saying things that will cause us to go into fear and panic if we start dwelling upon the things of the world, because there is so much evil in the world. But God says that we have victory. We can now have peace. We can now have joy through the Spirit. Because greater is He that is in me than he that is in the world. And that's why it's so important to be able to hear from the Holy Spirit. So we can dispel those things when they come to our mind. Because Satan's wanting to put fear in there. He's wanting to put doubt in our minds. He's wanting to do all those things so we'll quit listening to the Holy Spirit of God. And all I'm saying to the listeners, and all I'm saying to you and me, Terry, is we need to listen. We need to listen to the spirits. We need to discern the spirits where they're coming from. In 1 John chapter 1, we're told to discern the spirits. Let's turn to that real quick, shall we? Because the Word is truth. <laughs> the Word is truth, and that's what we're wanting to, that's right. to talk about. The Word is truth, because that reassures our heart. This is why it's important to hear from the Spirit of God. Understand you can hear. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirit whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. We need to test those spirits, so when you hear something... Don't automatically believe what you're hearing. See what I'm saying? Sure. Discern what that is and where it's coming from. If it's a spirit of fear, it's not from God because it's not building you up. It goes back to that edification, doesn't it? Right. It's not building you up. It's Satan. Trying to tear you down. Trying to tear you down. All I'm saying is examine. Don't believe everything you hear Ask the Father. That's what I do. Lord, is this truth or a lie? Is this something I need to heed? Or is this something that's causing fear in my life? Mm -hmm. Because if it's fear, it's not from God. That's exactly right. That's why it's so important to be able to discern the edification, exhortation, and comfort of the Holy Spirit. And we have to train ourselves to do this. Yes. We have to diligently... Seek him, he will show us. You know, as we were reading this first John chapter four, verse one, this is really our biggest struggle when you think about it, is discerning this spirit, whether it's a truth or a lie. We do that every day, whether we recognize it or not. That's what I was talking about with devotions. Satan's not going to attack you while you're having your devotions, but as soon as you step out that door, he's going to try to attack you with fear. He's going to try to cause anxiety in your life. He's going to try to cause depression in your life. 
And he'll do it through the radio. He'll do it through television. He'll do it through people. He'll do it through false prophets, as we see here. Where do false prophets come from? Well, that's talking about people in the body of Christ. You have to discern, because each one of us have the Spirit of God within us, have to discern whether what that prophet is telling you is there a truth or a lie. <laughs> I'd jump back to John 17 right there. <laughs> the Word is truth. It tells us that in John 17. We read this but not the, too long ago. The Word is truth. But what happens is, Terry, is we block out the Word out of our mind and focus on the lie because that's the way we've been programmed. We're starting to let that lie filter in. Just pause. Just ask God. This is what I do. Ask the Lord, what's your Word say? That still small voice here in your mind, wow. listen to it. Wow. Wow. I'm just, I've got this picture in my head. You know, here we are. We spent this hour in devotion and we get up and we, we tune the Lord out. And we're not supposed to do that. The world is wanting us to go faster and faster. And the Holy Spirit is telling us, no, no, no. Rest in me. Oh, it's in Hebrews. Enter that rest. Hebrews Labor four. to enter the rest. That's the rest of the Holy Spirit. Yes. We were talking about testing the prophets. Okay. Because it's so important. In 1 Corinthians 14, verse 32, And the spirits of the prophets are subject to the prophets. The words that they speak... You now have the ability to discern what is being spoken to you. Yes. Because you have the Spirit of God living within you, and that Spirit is going to guide and direct you into all truth, because we're going right back to John chapter 16, verse 13. Because He's there to teach us. He's there to guide us. He's there to direct us. He's there to do all those things. We now have the ability to discern truth from a lie. That's where that word trust comes in. Trust and confidence. Yes. That we're hearing from God. Absolutely. But we have to learn to discern the spirits. And it's not singular, it's plural, is it not? Sure. That means there's more than one out there. <laughs> so we're trying to discern the spirit of God, and we're trying to discern the ungodly spirit. And then it goes right back into edification, exhortation, and comfort. And I'm going to cover comfort right now. And this is... A call to one side. The Holy Spirit mm -hmm. is at our side. He's there for encouragement. He's there to alleviate grief, not cause grief. So therefore, you can discern that, can't you? The Holy Spirit comes alongside of us. And I like this part of this definition of comfort. This is the Holy Spirit, and what He's doing is speaking closely to anyone with great degree of tenderness. My goodness. It's not of condemnation. It's not of guilt. It's of tenderness. It's of love. Because why? Because the fruits of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, meekness, kindness, temperance. Against such there's no law. That's what's within us. That's the Holy Spirit of God. This is what we're to be discerning and we have that capacity now. You just now have to have confidence in believing. Trust the Holy Spirit of God that's in you. And you need to burn those definitions in your mind. Yes. To realize, this is God talking to me. And if it's not, then it's not of God. 
And so I need to dispel it. I need to dump it. I give it no thought because my thoughts now are going to be on the way of the Lord. My ways are going to be His ways. Isaiah 55, verses 8 and 9. That's what the Holy Spirit is wanting to do, is to draw us closer to the Father, to give us an understanding. He's wanting to give us wisdom. You know, sometimes as we press in and our flesh is always kind of wanting to stir and, and cause doubt, and if you believe you're hearing from the Lord and you're still a little confused... Go find somebody who flows in the gifts of the Spirit, who is maybe a little more mature or can help you, help you hear. We're called the body of Christ. We're a body of believers. If you're having some doubts and confusion, you know, I think I'm hearing from the Holy Spirit or not. Well, don't be afraid to ask somebody who's into the Word. Spiritually mature. Sure. And in Galatians 6, the first verse. There are other verses, but this comes to memory right now. Brethren, if a man is overtaken in any trespass, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness, considering yourself, lest you also be tempted. I realize it's talking about sin, but it's also talking about spiritual maturity here. Yes. Go, like you said, go to someone who's spiritually mature. There's many ways that the Holy Spirit is trying to communicate with us through the people around you and who you associate with. So I guarantee you the Holy Spirit is trying to talk to each and every individual that has been born again, because that is the job of the Holy Spirit. Because it goes right back to those three things again, those definitions. He's trying to draw us closer to the Father. If we can ever grasp that, that the Spirit of God that's within us is to draw us closer to an understanding of who God is and give us a victorious life, it'll be a lot easier for us to realize that I'm hearing from the Holy Spirit. Every one of us, I guarantee you, hear from the Holy Spirit throughout the day. It's a matter we have not programmed our mind to recognize that. We haven't tuned in. No, we have not tuned in. And that's what we're really wanting to emphasize here. It's a matter of reprogramming your mind and tuning in. Therefore, you avoid a lot of uh, problems. Financial difficulty, marriage problems, problems at work, problems of the world, because you're not letting the world affect you now. All those things are to give you a victorious life. How do you think the apostles made it throughout wow. the... How do you think the early church survived? It Power was because of the Holy Spirit. Yes, because they walked by the Spirit, not by the flesh. Ooh, yeah. Their mind and thoughts were on things of above. Those things you listed here a little bit ago, uh, finances and whatever the list was, those things come through that flesh realm. Yes. And once you begin to recognize where it's coming from, if it's causing anxiety, fear, doubt, all those negative things you'll recognize it what's the holy spirit doing at that point in time it's going back to one of those three things it's exhortation he's trying to urge and he's trying to warn you sure no, don't don't make this investment in a house don't buy this car because it's going to cause you to have anxiety or he may know the future that you may lose your job right we have to have that confidence and not let our fleshly lust override hearing from the Holy Spirit. And that's what we do a lot of times. 
not listening to the Holy Spirit. Yes. Same way with people selecting a mate to get married. Right. What Most of the time, what do we do? It's our lust that dictates who that we flesh, marry. That flesh realm. And not listening to the Holy Spirit Amen. saying, this person really isn't for you. We can apply this to every situation. And it goes back to edification, exhortation, and comfort. Can I read you a scripture just to comfort you? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> the Lord just draw my, drew my attention to this. and But Jesus, in John 14, 1, and this is Jesus' last address to the disciples before he goes to the cross. He's, he's going to be crucified, and, and, and they're going to see all this. In John 14, 1, he tells them, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. That's pretty comforting, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> That's what we're talking about, getting this word in us. So when the troubles come, we take pause and say, let not my heart be troubled. Holy Spirit, what are you trying to tell me here in this situation? You know what you're doing? You're overriding your fleshly thoughts is all you're doing. When you're taking time to pause and say, Lord, is this right for me? Am I making the right decision on buying this house or taking this job? You're taking pause to allow the Spirit of God to talk to you. Otherwise, what you do is if you are lusting about, I want this house because it has all this wonderful stuff. It's a beautiful house. You know, I've arrived and all this. And you're not taking pause to listen to the Spirit of God. You may make a wrong decision. Wow. Mitch, that's a form of prayer. You're in communication with your Heavenly Father. It's not being down on your knees, is it? It's no. just communion with the Father saying, Lord, what do I do here? I need, And I used it the other night. Something was said, and I said, Lord, reveal this to me. Is this truth or a lie? Am I in error here? And he sent me to Scripture. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Yes, what we were talking about. And that's, that's what we're trying to convey here. You need to train your mind, take a pause, and say, Help. Yes, there you go. I like that. That's an awesome prayer that we all can pray. Lord, help. And when you do that, you turn to the spirit realm, out of the flesh. And that's all it's meant by walking in the spirit and in the flesh. It's, it's nothing it's, spooky. No. You're just relying upon the spirit yes. of God. To hear from him. God loves us so much. He wants us just to walk in his love and his peace and his joy. That's it. That's what the Lord wants us to do is walk in that spirit. That's a, and, and that's what it's all about. It's an amazing way to live. It's just training yourself to stay there. Stay there in that love and that joy and that peace. That long suffering. That's another part of those fruit. Yes. <laughs> we gave the listeners a lot to think about, and I believe the Holy Spirit's going to touch their heart, understand that we now have the ability to hear from the Father and through the Holy Spirit that lives within us, because He does truly love us and wants to have that relationship with us.